This podcast is brought to you by Humble the Poet, also known as Conwar Singh, the author of a new book entitled Unlearn, 101 Simple Truths for a Better Life, where in Greg's interview with Humble the Poet, they discuss some of the many life lessons that Humble the Poet is teaching to his readers. His advice is sound, practical, and important to apply to your daily life. One of the things they discuss are the challenges we have when our expectations don't match the picture of what we believe should manifest in our lives. How to not get caught into the expectation, but learn from our desires and the pain and suffering this can create. There are 101 great short one to two page chapters in Unlearn, which are filled with wisdom, advice, and opportunities to learn and grow. Please listen to podcast number 716 as they discuss Conwar Singh's new book, Unlearn. You can learn more about Conwar Singh, also known as Humble the Poet, by visiting his website at www.humblethepoet.com. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voice and the host of Inside Personal Growth. And I have on the line with me Barbara Savin. And Barbara is somebody that I met at the California Health and Longevity Institute, I'm going to say two or three years ago. And Barbara really made an impression on me. And Barbara has a book out that we're going to be speaking about this morning called Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing. Good day to you, Barbara. How are you? Good. How are you today? A beautiful day in California. Yes, it is. It's a wonderful day to be alive and a wonderful day to be speaking with you about something that I think our listening audience in particular is going to have a high degree of interest in because most of my listeners are interested in spirituality, they're interested in personal growth, and they're interested in healing. So this is a great topic. So for everybody on the line, Uh, You can get to Barbara's website at www.barbrasavin, and that's S-A-V-I-N.com. There you're going to find lots of resources, free downloads, um, all kinds of things that you can do, a video from Barbara herself. But Barbara, I'm going to let the listeners know about you. She's an inspirational author and speaker and gentle energy touch specialist, clinical hypnotherapist certified Reiki master teacher, and certified pranic healer. Since 2007, Barbara's been a consultant at the California Health and Longevity Institute, located on-site at the Four Seasons Hotel, Westlake Village, and now holds the position of clinical hypnotherapist and energy healing specialist there. She also provides energy healing sessions as well as clinical medical hypnosis for individuals, corporates, groups, celebrities, directors, producers, and guests of the R4.0 of the Ranch of Live Oak, Malibu, and at Dr. Sharon Norling's Mind Body Spirit Center in Westlake Village. As I said before, you can find her at www.barbarasavin.com or her Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash gentle touch energy. Well, Barbara, again, pleasure having you on and spending some time with uh, my listeners uh, to discuss really a very important topic. I think that in the fast paced world that we live in today, the amount of stress that people deal with 
uh, and gets penned up inside their bodies and blocks their chakras, um, that what you have to offer is very important. And I think a good place for us to start is explain kind of, you've got a great little story. I was reading your story at your website this morning, including the additional story about your husband and 9-11 and all the other things, but how you got into this energy healing work and how it's become your life's work. Well, my grandma was a healer and um, she'd always do healing on my sister and I. And we always thought grandma had magical powers, but um, we actually did not know that this was healing. And we were never sick at all. She always would clear us. And it was always strange because we would feel tingling, we'd feel heat, we'd feel cold. And then she'd put her hands on us and we didn't know what it was. But again, we were never sick. But I, as a child, had that those same abilities as my grandma. And I would also be able to see things and feel things and just sense, uh, you know, energies. And over the years, uh, you know, it's like anything else. I know for myself, you know, growing up in the late 40s, 50s, 60s, if you mentioned to anybody that you did healing, it was not taken very well. And so I finally uh, let my fear leave in the 80s and then uh, decided to do this uh, full stream ahead. And uh, I was able to actually help myself heal from very bad arthritis that I had and also chronic fatigue and raging migraines. And I really feel that all that was caused by me not being able to actually fulfill my purpose years prior because of fear. And once I was able to let that fear go and unblock my energy is when I actually healed. So, you know, um, I, you know, as a healer, this goes back so many years. I've been doing this now probably, uh, I would say, my entire life. And my uh, sister is also, she's a healer too, but she's very psychic. And the thing is, you know, for us as healers is not to be afraid to say who we are and not to worry about what other people think. Because all that matters is that, like for myself, I actually help myself heal. And then I also help a lot of my clients heal as long as they're willing to let go of the challenges that may have caused that illness in the first place. Yeah. And I think um, it's, I think it's really valuable to know, you mentioned in the book that it's really important to realize that we are all already healers. Um, Yes. That each and every one of us has this power the bigger question is, is how we access it or how we get in touch with it. And much of your book, most of it actually deals with that. It's really a self-guided tour on how to become your own healer. So with that being said, um, this is a bigger question, but if you were to look at this from kind of the macro view, um, when you when you get a student or somebody who wants to learn how to do this, What's kind of the starting point for you to help them realize they've got this healing ability and to the steps that they would take to start accessing that? Well, it's like anything else. You have to truly believe in yourself and trust in your abilities. When 
someone comes to me, and I've had quite many people say, I want to you learn healing, but I'm not a healer. So the first thing is for everyone to know is that we are all healers. It's just a matter of how we allow ourselves to help ourselves heal and to trust ourselves within. So when someone comes to me, what I do is we usually do a session first so that they know how the energy flows through the body and then they feel a lot clearer energetically and lighter. And then we, I teach them and I teach them from the very, very beginning, knowing that, yes, you do have the ability to be able to do anything that you set your mind to do. Just trust in yourself You know, I show them how to call in the healing energy for themselves and then do the energy position because it's important that we, um, when we do healing on ourselves, to uh, actually um, do it on all of the energy centers because our energy centers uh, has a lot of um, memories. It holds a lot of memories. It's it's like a, a, a computer. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it has all, it's, it's, a, it's a database that holds everything into it. And it's important for us to understand why this is happening to us. So as a student that comes to me, I teach them about the energy centers and how to actually clear themselves energetically so that they're able to heal from whatever the situation may be. However, you know, most of the time, a lot of us do heal from illnesses, but some do not. And the thing is, those that actually do not, it's important for them to understand why this may have happened to them. Yeah. And, you know, um, as you mentioned in the book, a lot of this is emotional. Uh, We'll we'll get into talking about the seven chakras here in a minute. And there is a lot tied up within those chakras and, and getting the energy moving. And when you look at the chi energy and you look at uh, the the ancient arts that have been teaching this for some time, yours is a great combination of that. And you state that the general energy touch is a hands-on method and you show throughout the book with vivid pictures, basically how to do that, where to place your hands. And it helps to create a feeling of inner peace. And then it works on a real wide variety of conditions that, that have probably been long lasting and your results can be long lasting, meaning using general energy touch. What are some of the conditions that, you know, people have come to you for or about um, and that you've been able to use gentle energy touch to actually help heal them, move that energy and show them how to keep that energy moving would probably even be the best thing to be said. A lot of my clients, they come uh, for chronic pain, uh, arthritis. I I do see a lot of cancer patients. I do see a lot of people that uh, are very depressed and filled with a lot of anxiety, which is a big one. And many a times it's because they're sensitive to other people's energies. And so once we clear that energy from them, that depression and anxiety leaves them and they feel so much better. Uh, I have clients that... um, with sleep. Sleep is a big issue. Um, and many times, again, they're, they're not able to sleep because they are picking up energies from other people. Some energies are great. Some energies aren't so great. So it's the energies that, that weigh us down are the ones that we need to clear from our energy bodies. I have clients um, that um, 
just actually want to promote self-healing on themselves. They want to feel more peaceful. They want to feel relaxed. Some have digestive problems. Uh, many of them come to me after surgery uh, so that they can heal at a quicker pace. I also have clients, uh, you know, with post-traumatic stress that need to clear that from their body. And then, of course, your regular, you know, your, your um, headaches, your migraines, um, muscle tension, mood swings. So energy healing is actually beneficial for just about everything and anything. And it's yeah, all it's, about clearing. Mm -hmm. It's really, you know, as you've spoken about in the book and you list, you just listed some, I mean, that's only a small list of the things that you actually mentioned in the book. And I think that it is something that, um, you know, we all have from time to time, depression or anxiety or stress or mood swings or whatever. And use, utilizing your book to actually figure out how to move that energy is really important. And you, you speak about the seven chakras and the importance of clearing the energy blockages within those chakras. How does this general energy touch help to work, clear those blockages that are in those seven chakras. And then you, you might want to mention those seven chakras as well. I think many of my listeners know the chakras, but the reality is it's always a good reminder to know where those chakras are and how you could use this uh, gentle energy uh, touch to actually start moving that energy. Right. Well, the first chakra is the root chakra, and that's where we hold all um, challenges from our mother, father, uh, people that we come in contact with. And if that root chakra is the first one on the energy, you know, uh, ladder, you could say, if that one is not cleared, then all the other six chakras are not able to flow freely. And when that happens, then um, blockages develop. And that's when we start to become ill. So the first one, the root chakra is the color red. And when we do energy clearing, the thing is to clear that area and to clear those issues that are in that one particular area. Because once again, once we clear those issues with, you know, uh, childhood situations uh, is when we begin to heal. And then your second chakra is the sacral and it's the color orange. And there we hold, uh, uh, gee, like, guilt and doubt and insecurities. And, and again, if those first two chakras are not balanced and cleared, then the other chakras cannot flow freely. So usually when the root chakra and the sacral is congested, that's when we usually get arthritis. Um, we usually have autoimmune disorders, um, sometimes just chronic pain, because again, those areas need to be cleansed. And then when we move upward, the third chakra is the, the solar plex. And that's like where our ability to take care of ourselves, our personal power, and, uh, you know, finding a job and uh, being able to do what we need to do for ourselves and not, not living in fear. So, um, again, once the root is cleared, the sacral is cleared, then our ability to really take care of ourselves happens and then of course the heart is the fourth chakra which is the color green uh, and that is very important to allow ourselves to forgive those that may have hurt us 
um, and to accept things that are challenging sometimes to accept. And of course, let go of anger and show more love and kindness uh, to those around us. And if that chakra, our heart chakra is not cleared, then you can have a stroke or develop, you know, a heart attack. And then we have the throat chakra, which is the color blue. And there is all about communication and and being able to say what you feel. And of course, speaking the truth. So when that chakra is um, blocked, uh, a lot of people get like hoarseness or sore throats or uh, tonsillitis or neck pain, actually. A lot of neck and shoulder pain is because that throat chakra is, is not in balance. And then, of course, we have the third eye, which is the middle of the forehead, which is our intuitive abilities, you know, believing in what we really see and feel and, and trusting in it. And then, of course, the crown is uh, the color violet and white, and it's all about the messages that we do get from above and, and seeking our truth and seeking spirituality and believing that there is a much bigger power, you know, above us than what is just us here. And when all those chakras are in balance, then we have really good health. Then we're able to sleep better. Uh, we're able to move through life better. We're able to make better decisions. We have more clarity of mind. Um, it, it just balances the entire body. And then we also know that uh, when we're able then to call in the energy for us to help us heal, you know, now we, we start at the top because we are, I mean, for those that believe in angelic and God and, you know, divine power, that's where the energy comes from. So it, it's like myself, I do not heal me. I, I truly believe that there's a much higher power and that energy is available to us. And then it comes through each of the crown you know, comes through the crown first and then moves all the way down through each of the chakras to help us heal and to help us clear those issues that are, you could say, in our tissues and to help us with uh, better health. So, um, yeah, and I'm glad you okay. mentioned all of those chakras because, you know, and you did that so clearly and so articulately. And I think it's it's in your book. And I want to just encourage the listeners that the ancient healing arts uh, around chakras, obviously, uh, most people know that it's been there, but the way that Barbara works with them with general energy touch is a, a different altogether in moving this energy. Um, you know, some people go and get massage, some people get acupuncture. Um, she's advocating uh, in the book, not only general energy touch, but using all the other healing arts as well. So it's not like one or the other. Um, it can be a combination of things to help you. And you mentioned that one of the reasons that people become ill is because of our own negative thoughts and those of others. And that this affects the aura and that this can be toxic. Now, we all know that toxic energy that comes off of others, I don't think that a lot of people think about their own toxic energy. How can we protect ourselves from these negative energies, whether they emanate from ourselves or they emanate from others? Well, what I, when people come to see me uh, and after I do a session, they always ask me, how can I stay clear? Well, I have a few techniques that help them stay clear. The first one 
is when you're in the shower. Now, I'll, I'll use the word God without any religion associated with it. So you can, whatever your religion belief is, uh, is what you, you can ask. But, you know, you can ask divine or your angels or whomever. So when I'm in the shower in the morning, what I do is I ask God to cleanse me. And as I go under my shower, I, with a sweeping motion downward, I send any energies that may have attached to me with love, with light, and with healing. And then when I feel lighter energetically, I then step into a bubble of protective light. Now, if, say, during the course of the day, you may feel a little heavy, and of course you can't take a shower, you can do the exact same technique. You just stand up and, and you ask, you know, again, I'm, I'm using the word God. I ask God and my angels to clear me. And when I, I sweep downward, I never come back up because then you can congest your energy again. So always in a downward motion, you sweep down, and then I ask to then clear my my aura, and I send the uh, any energies that may have attached to me down to Mother Earth with love, with light, with healing. Because And then again, when I feel lighter, I then step into a bubble of protective light. And um, we always send those energies down with love and light and healing because those heavy or unwanted or negative energies need to heal. So wherever we're sending them to, we again, with love, with light, with healing, so that they can heal. Um, and then stepping into that bubble of protective light, of God's light, angelic light, white light, golden light, silver light, whatever you feel is good for yourself is what you should do. Well, that's and a great, a great um, opportunity for the listeners, myself, anybody. It's a reminder, actually, of something that can be done quite simply, um, you know, to move the energy through the body and then put the protective light around you for the negative thoughts. Now, many people are going to say, well, Barbara, I still have these, uh, the negative self-talk. Um, and, you know, you have lots of affirmations in your book, but what do you do to help people with the negative self-talk? With a lot of, again, with my clients, you know, again, you know, we, when we, the mind does not know, the subconscious mind rather, what is real or not real. So when we feed it negative thoughts, it thinks it's real. And then our physical body acts that way. When we feed it positive thoughts, it thinks that's real. And then the physical body acts that way. So I, my, I have a little simple technique and, and it takes a little practice. If a negative thought comes into your mind, ask it to leave. Constantly say, no, I don't need you. I do not want you. You need to leave. Or you can press like where we have a delete key on our computer, press the delete key and keep on deleting those thoughts and then replace it with, you know, instead of saying I am ugly, all right? or you know, you're thinking poorly about yourself, say, I am beautiful. And you may not believe I am beautiful, but after a period of a few, just maybe sometimes anywhere from two to six weeks, the mind starts thinking now, I am beautiful. And then the physical body starts acting that way. So it's so important you want to delete those, uh, those unwanted thoughts. You want to, my grandma, <laughs> you know, getting back to something, you know, when I was young, she would always tell me, she'd call me Baba Sita, and she'd say, Baba Sita, if anyone says anything negative to you, or if you think negative thoughts, take that thought 
from your mind and throw it on the ground and then stomp on it and say, no, this does not serve me purpose. And, you know, Greg, to this day, I still stomp on thoughts. So <laughs> that's, that's something good- that I've. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, what, and you know, my I mean, clients love that one. <laughs> no matter what it is, I think it's the uh-huh. movement of body. I did a recent interview with a girl I've called Mantras in Motion. And I think doing motion with the body at the same time that you're actually doing a mantra or an affirmation or something, it works because it connects. And right. you mentioned in the book that when we start a practice of self-healing that we're going to experience this cleansing period. Um, what can we expect to happen to our bodies during what would be considered the cleansing period? Well, what happens is now those issues that have been somewhat buried are now going to, they're going to come right at you. And so now you have the ability to either allow yourselves to let it go or to keep it. And if we keep those challenges that have happened to us in the past, what we won't heal. So many a times it takes work because now you have to figure out what it is that you need to clear, why you're feeling what you were feeling, and finally be able to release it. And uh, it's like a little bit of a roller coaster ride. You know, you get to the top, you feel good, and then all of a sudden now you're coming down and you're not feeling as, as well. And that's because healing is like that. It's releasing what is not serving you purpose. And so there may be great days. Well, actually, there would be a lot of good days when you do healing. And there could be not so good days. So the not so good days are letting you know that there are still challenges in your energy field that you must let go of if you choose to do so and if you choose to heal. Yeah, it's just a... It's part of a process, and I think that's what you lay out in the book so eloquently for chapter by chapter. And in in this chapter on setting the stage for healing, uh, you state that we can learn on our own, but you really suggest finding a partner to practice with. And, you know, you have, I don't know, all these pictures in the book showing people where to put their hands and how to move their energy. Can you explain some of the preparing the space and some of the uh, positions that help people to move that energy. Yeah, well, in order to prepare this space, like I tell everyone, you should have a space that is your own, if you can. Like if maybe just an area where it's quiet, uh, where you can maybe burn some candles, you know, uh, dim your lights, put some nice music on, and then it's important to set your intention, what you feel you need to clear and what you feel you need to heal. If you're not sure, just ask for healing because believe me, above us, all of our angels and spirit guides and loved ones, they know what it is that we need to heal from. So then I just tell them, you just simply call in the energy for yourself to yourself. So, um, you know, the way I do is I just, I ask God for healing energies for me, for Barbara and to offer me the protection that I may need. And then I visualize uh, myself in a bubble of protective light, and I also visualize the room in a protective light so that I know that the only energy that is going to come in there is, is going to be for my highest good. And then I ask my higher self, my angels, my uh, spirit guides, my loved ones to do this healing for me. And then I 
wait because you will feel the the energy in your hands. And then um, I begin, you know, from the top of the the crown, and then uh, you move yourself downward. And the way you do healing on yourself, you can actually do the same thing for someone else. The only difference is that you're calling in for their, you know, you're asking them to set their intention, and then you're asking um, energy for, say, Bob, okay? And you're asking Bob's higher self and archangels and spirit guides and loved ones and, you know, whoever else needs to help Bob. And then you would do the same. Actually, the, the, the way you do on yourself is the way you would do on a client. You know, it, healing is never meant to be challenging or difficult. And my grandma would always tell me, "Don't th- this, we all have this ability. Just trust and believe in yourself and allow it to be and allow it to happen. And so uh, you, it, it's, it's not hard. And that's why, you know, in my book, I, I kept it extremely, if you, uh, you know, I know you read through the whole, the whole book, it's very, very simple because it's never meant to be hard. And then the well, way we I, do healing on ourselves, you know, we can do healing on someone else. I think you've mentioned this several times, and I think for our listeners, it's really about trusting in yourself that you do have these powers. I mean, that's how we started this podcast off, is the reality that these powers do exist within you, and Barbara's book is designed to teach you how to access these powers and how to use movement in conjunction them with your hands and get in touch with these chakras to move this energy. Now you have many affirmations at the back of the book for healing. Um, and I kind of want to wrap up our interview so my listeners can do this and they're, they're, the, the book is filled with resources. There's a form you can fill out. You actually can go to www.barbrasavin.com. But what are some of those favorite affirmations that you'd like to leave our listeners with that they could start repeating that having used those could help them to move some energy and to remind them of the power that they have with inside themselves to actually access gentle energy touch and to move all these negative energies through the chakras? I know for my for myself, I, I the first thing in the morning... I always say, you know, I am healthy, I am happy, I am joyful, you know, I'm filled with energy for the for my day because that's so important. And I also I I I say I give myself permission to shine. You know, I treat myself with kindness and respect. Um my favorite one for myself is always, you know, I am free to be me and so I shall be because that one I think encompasses just about everything and anything is uh, I am free to be me and so I shall be. And, you know, I am lovable just as I am. I love myself no matter what because it's so important to actually love ourselves no matter what the situation is. Um, I always uh, say to myself, you know, my inner voice guides me in every moment. And I, I always tell myself I am calm, I am balanced, I am centered, I am clear. So there's so many other affirmations that, um, and I tell, you know, everyone that if you can change the words to fit what you feel for yourself, but I think the most important one is, uh, you know, uh, I am lovable just as I am. And I also love myself no matter what. And I always, um, another one that I say to myself is today I give myself permission 
to be greater than my fears. Because as I mentioned before, uh, growing up as a healer, I was very fearful to say it in fear of people uh, making fun and uh, calling me names. Uh, and of course, we want to say, you know, I am grateful for everything that I have. I am grateful for, I know when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I put this one in my book, but I know when I wake up in the morning, I always say, thank you, God, you know, for, for my eyes are open, I'm breathing, and I'm able to get out of my bed, you know. So uh, again, say what feels right for you and, and make it positive as if it's already happening. Because, um, you know, your thoughts can change your life. And when we say positive affirmations, they, they do have the power to bring about circumstances in your life. And if you're thinking negatively, then you're going to go through your day that way. But when you think positively, then it actually brightens your day and you're able to, to feel more alive and, and just to be more grateful and appreciate everything. It is uh, amazing, not only affirmations, but a gratitude journal as well. And I think one of the things that you're mentioning is that, you know, when we get out of bed to be grateful that our, you know, we opened our eyes, we're still breathing, Mm -hmm. we're still here. Um, And you say, I'm free to be me. And so shall I be. That is something that truly goes right across your website. And for all my listeners, um, you will want to go to the website. Um, there you can get personal reflection exercises, uh, information for self-healing. Uh, there's there's other podcasts that she's done. Um, and one of the testimonials that I think is right at the front cover of the book, I want to mention to the listeners because most people know who he is, Pharrell Williams, the great singer, um, says that Barbara has a very blessed way of moving energy. She is a servant of goodwill and promoting light. And I think you'll want to go pick up a copy of this book. We'll put a link on it to Amazon. We'll put a link to her website as well, where you can check out the resources there, the eBooks. Um, she has a tremendous amount of uh, information for you. Also, you can get a free consultation with Barbara. Um, there is a link there at the website where you can just uh, go in and actually set up a free consultation with her. Um, she does consultations uh, by the phone as well, and I guess via Skype. Is that correct? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So you can you can do that, and you can also go to her store, um, which has uh, weight loss, uh, relax, restore, rebalance, um, learn to heal yourself, sleep soundly, self confidence, and kick the habits. Those are all audio recordings. I'm presuming is that correct, Barbara? That people right, can... and the and well, the, they're all audios. That but the learn to help yourself heal is a three hour video. That if they uh, uh, purchase that, they can actually learn how to do self healing on themselves. Wonderful. So, so that's this a very good uh, tool. This book is there. Be a link. You can also. Uh, see the link at her website. That might be a great start for you. Uh, but her email address is there. Her phone number is there. You can contact her. Um, she doesn't mind. So uh, take the opportunity to get that free consultation uh, from Barbara. And Barbara, it's been a pleasure having you on Inside Personal Growth, sharing some of your wisdom, uh, your knowledge, your expertise in this arena. 
and helping people learn how to heal themselves. Is there any one last thing you'd like to leave um, with our listeners? Well, I would just say, you know, be free to be who you're meant to be. Trust in yourself, love yourself, and truly believe in yourself. Well, those are great uh, axioms to live by. So take Barbara's words uh, at, um, at as being very powerful. Use the opportunity to repeat those affirmations. Barbara, thanks for being on Inside Personal Growth. Well, thank you so much, Greg, and have a wonderful day, everyone. This podcast is brought to you by Rick Snyder, the author of a new book entitled Decisive Intuition. Use your gut instincts to make smart business decisions. Please listen to podcast number 716, where Rick and Greg discuss the benefits of developing your intuition to help you in making better decisions. Rick's book presents three foundational principles that are changing the landscape of business and our human potential. That intuition is connected to a deeper intelligence. That intuition can be learned and that applying intuition to business along with critical thinking skills can create a distinct advantage. Please listen to podcast number 716 to learn more about the power of your intuition and the obstacles that prevent you from accessing your intuition. If you want to learn more about Rick's book, please go to www.invisible-edgellc.com backslash book. We hope you enjoy this interview with Rick Snyder about his new book, Decisive Intuition. And as always, thank you for listening.